Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 436, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Sony's seventh attempt at a Spider-Man movie. (laughs) (laughs) At a version of a Spider-Man movie. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I guess before we uh, go down that road, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Also, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Be sure and uh, rate, review, subscribe. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. And, of course, our Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers. So there. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall so, we? So let's give a little background on this. So we had the three Sam Raimi movies. Heard of them, right? Then we had Venom. Sadly, excuse me. We have Columbia Pictures, nineteen seventy-seven, The Amazing Spider-Man. Tune in on Patreon for that episode. <laughs> that <laughs> was a fun one. Holy I'll tell you that. The TV, yeah. the TV show. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. look, dude. That's what I said. I'm gonna say. I said exactly what you're gonna say. You you don't know how good you got. <laughs> we had a whole discussion about <laughs> like, how it's it's of its time. People were clamoring for content. Like we totally went into that. We're like, that's thank what, God we're alive now. That's what, that amazing, that's what we got. That yeah. predates Superman, and we were damn glad to get right. it. You liked it, yes. Yeah. So you've got the three Spider-Man movies. You've got Venom. Got Amazing Spider-Man uh, one and two. Amazing. Oh God, I always forget about those. Uh, and then you have this, and you know, uh, Spider-Man one and Spider-Man two. Are probably the best, or not probably, are the were the best uh, out of the Sony stuff, and it's interesting that they have well, Spider Man Homecoming is still Sony. I don't consider that a Sony movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. The, I mean, but it's still Sony. It was released by them. Yeah, yeah it's, but it was an, not produced. No, that's an, 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 an MCU movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's interesting that it has taken these companies this long to enter the superhero genre into the animation world. Yeah, because it seems like it's the obvious choice. It's the obvious well, DC's choice. DC's been doing it for yeah, but, but not, not theatrically. theatrically. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean, but like the, that, the dark, the Dark Knight, no returns. Nope. Oh, they never. Those were they, all. But digital. they did. Well, they did fathom event for their releases. That's not. That's, that's not. I guess. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't consider that the only, a theatrical the only, release. The only one that was was Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, that was theatrical. Sure, and that's amazing. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that in theaters. Do you hear the story about Mark Hamill? No. So no one went to see that movie because it was a Batman cartoon. So like right. it made no money in theaters. So on Christmas, Mark Hamill took his family to a theater and there was one other family in there. So Mark Hamill and his family go and sit next to these other people and are just like hanging out with them. That's funny. It's awesome. They like That's made friends. So these people got to hang out with Mark Hamill on the Christmas. The Joker, the Hobgoblin, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know, just, cool just Mark Hamill. Corvette yeah. Summer. <laughs> sure. That's a... Th- yep. The That's Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> holiday special. David I, and the pilot of Eight is Enough. Yep. And Luke Skywalker. Uh, so just to give the background on this character briefly, uh, Miles Morales was uh, an invention of um, Sarah Pacelli and Brian Bendis for an alternate timeline comic book called Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, it was just hit, it was a it was a way to. Do spider do Spider Man stories without having to deal with Peter Parker? Um, Peter Parker was in the Ultimate Universe. If you've never read the original Ultimate Spider Man run, please go do so that. So good, like it's and Brian can, Michael Bendis. You can pick them up on digital every once in a while if you keep an eye out. They'll put like they'll put them buck. on sale on Kindle for like like the you know the 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 trade paperback collections right but i guess they're not trade paperbacks because it's a collections Kindle, but for like five bucks yeah and they're worth if you're if you're looking to if you don't know much about spider-man and you're looking to get into spider-man that is where you should start because you don't have 75 years of right lore although they put those on sale too do. i've picked totally up all weird. of those those marvel like masterwork collections yeah. for like for like five bucks each Those so are, and i've got the first like two like 100 150 issues in like eight to ten issue chunks right. for five bucks it's each. a deal like yeah. they, it's it's wonderful when they do that but also marvel unlimited i've had marvel unlimited oh, sure, since it sure. started five and they bucks have a such a back yeah it's like it's well, everything isn't it or damn uh, near they're, they're, there's not super new stuff but you can go back and get beautiful digital copies of almost everything and all the stuff that would be super hard to find and i mean i've subscribed since the beginning of that it's such a great service i mean mm-hmm. it's like netflix for marvel comic books comicsology is the same way yeah. for five bucks well now they yeah they kind of copied off mm-hmm. of them and, and that's what but, i have but now they throw in dc stuff they do you don't get as much marvel as marvel unlimited no. like they don't have the whole catalog but you get the nice mixture they, they give you like the first two trades and yeah. then you could buy it right yeah. <laughs> so marvel and them is awesome because you go back and you could you could literally read hundreds they're thousands like, of spider-man they're comics. like drug dealers they basically are hey, the first one's free yeah you like that frank miller daredevil here's your first one. Oh, yeah. by the way here's <clears throat> the second third and you fourth watch that volume. season three no oh it's good i know i just haven't time to so good i know yeah. but it doesn't matter because it's canceled so i have all the time oh, all the time in the world yeah. to catch up with yeah. it it's not gonna pile up on you <laughs> no. that's for sure uh, so they created this character. Um, he's bitten by a. Basically, it's the same story. But uh, can he, we just say I love how they tell origin stories in this movie? I think it's fantastic. How they go back in the comic books and tell yeah. each quick, and they get quicker as they go on. <laughs> They're like, I just yeah. this movie is. Well, I amazing. love the fact that like this movie is an origin story, but it never felt like one. Right. Yeah. Like if like normally the you know, the origin stories get so bogged down. In their own origin, sure, yeah. they get so bo- that that 
you know, you you end up not seeing the hero be the hero until the very end, an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, right? And and this one tells the origin story, but it never makes you feel like you're waiting for it to start in, no. in the same way. It Correct. just it just has it, and the origin is just a quick little scene that's it, you're already invested in these characters right. and what they're doing, and then all of a sudden, oh hey, there's a big spider there as well. And, yeah, and it's, uh, well, yeah, it's so what this movie is is. It is the multiverse of Spider-Man characters. Um, we know that our... It, I told Tom this. What's interesting about this movie is they never touch the original Spider-Man. Like, the Peter Parker... We have two versions of Peter Parker in this movie. Neither... some They're close. Like yeah. They're close to the 616... The, the Mar- never mind. That's a whole other podcast about the 616 and things like that. The 616 is the, is the, Marvel, is the Marvel Universe. Like, that's, that's, that's what they call it. So and it's called that why I uh, I never know why you know, I've never known why why they call it six one six okay I I don't know I thought you oh, would know no, I have no idea <laughs> I felt dumb for not knowing so I was like I'm gonna act like I know but let Joe explain it <laughs> no and I don't know so I don't I, know they've I, always that's what they've always just called it and I just accepted it <laughs> there's never been any reason behind the six one six the six one six is an established main universe where the majority of Marvel books take place in the fictional Marvel universe Earth six one six or Earth six one six is the name used to identify the primary continuity in which Marvel titles take place you just told me that yeah. Explain it. That's what it is. That's just the number. So, huh. like, that's just the primary number that every. So, all of the other. But they can't. Offshoots. I mean, there has to be a reason. But we'll. Should we'll have called it two one two because it's New York. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So this movie. The term was in. first used in Rough Justice, a story credited to both Alan Moore and Alan Davis, published in July '83 by Marvel UK uh, oh. in the anthology comic The Daredevils. Uh, Saturni Saturn uses the term to differentiate Brian Braddock, the Captain Britain of the regular Marvel Universe. Top, top five Marvel characters of all time for Joe. From the other members of the Captain Britain Corp, each inhabit in different universes the designation was later used by american branch of marvel in the excalibur title which frequently re- referenced captain britain's early uk published adventures the comic was written by chris claremont who created captain britain and penciled by alan davis the artist alan moore is usually credited with creating the term however alan davis has stated the designation of earth 616 was actually first made by david thorpe the previous writer of the uk published captain britain can i tell you that alan hmm. davis is a wonderful artist but he refuses to update his models. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything looks like it's in the 70s <laughs> all gotcha. the time. So they still haven't, they still told, haven't us told us how. Why <laughs> These people coined it, but, but they have... Alan, look, if Alan Moore coined it, you'll never know. Yeah. You'll never know why. Yeah. That's so, so anyway, so all of, all of these, like, this movie is going to bring about a bunch of different versions of Spider-Man. Um, you've seen in the credits, we've got Miles Morales, who is the, the main character of this one. You've got... Uh, Two Peter Parkers. You've got uh, Gwen Stacy and Spider-Man Noir. I, I will also point out that this was by far the most diverse oh, yeah. comic book screening I have ever been to. Big time. It's, which I found fascinating. It's it's Brett Bendis, again, I mean, Bendis is a, is a very smart writer. Uh, but he also, in his personal life, has a mixed family like he's adopted um, African-American kids as his kids right so I have a feeling as he's creating as he's writing Spider-Man obviously the advantage that Spider-Man has over Batman or Superman is you can picture yourself behind the mask right you know like Superman doesn't wear a mask and it's you know he's a white dude Batman you can see his face but with Spider-Man 
it can be anybody under that mask. So what he was really smart about is he made Miles Morales. Uh, I think he's Af- his dad's African American and his mom is Hispanic. Hispanic, like of some yeah, kind. yeah. Uh, so you just have a different version of Spider Man and this version of Spider Man that is appealing to other kids. Yeah, you know, much like Black Panther. I was gonna say they they really Black Panther yeah. this one. They're smart because they're going to get the African American demographic, but they're also gonna get everyone else who loves Spider Man. Well, so like girl, oh, right? I mean, I mean right. Sp- Spider Gwen. I I don't think you understand the when as soon as that character was introduced, she became the new Deadpool. Like she was everywhere, and it she blew up. Yeah, uh, even as much as like her first appearance skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. In the comics, and the fact that they added her in here yeah. is it's, brilliant. They have something for everybody in this movie, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, I, it's really cool what they did, but especially Miles Morales because he's such a relatable character. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. You know, for for anybody, for he, kids. For- the problem they may run into is that the MCU version of Peter Parker is very much Miles Morales. Like, there's a lot of Miles Morales in that version, down to the suit. Like, if you've seen the suit from the new movie. It's it's the Miles Morales suit like mm-hmm. the you know, it's basically the exact same suit. Uh, Peter going away to the uh, like living with uh, the character that, that his best friend. Uh, what was his best friend's name? Oh, geez. You got me there. Yeah. Can't think of it. Ned. Ned is basically the exact same character that is Miles Morales's best friend. Ganke. In yeah the ultimate universe. So like, there's a lot like they incorporated a lot, both yeah. of those characters together. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, but so this was it, a great move though. It's, oh. It is the my, most diverse. I mean, the cast is diverse. It's going to appeal to a wide audience and it's just very relatable character, you know, for ki- kids are going to be able to relate to this, but I think it's cool that especially for the minorities, you know, that, that yeah. they're going to see a hero up on the big screen, like with black Panther, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, they're going to see this Spider-Man is not just your typical Peter Parker that we've seen no. for and, and decades. If you, and if you want that Peter Parker, he's yeah, there. He's, he he's still exists. There. He's still there. And, you know, some people get upset about that, like when when they have these different Spider-Mans and like, well, it's got to be a black Spider-Man or a Hispanic Spider-Man. Like, you know, and I think people, especially when it comes to Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. People. White people, there certain <laughs> white people, yeah, right. really discount the impact of, of of representation. Yeah, you know, on a screen of never seeing a version of yourself yeah. be the hero, and I think if you if you have any doubt of that impact, look no further than Peter Parker. Sure, the reason Peter Parker, the reason Spider Man, is, is tapped into the cultural zeitgeist in the way that it did was because Stan Lee wrote a story for nerds about a nerd and about a nerd who gets to be the hero who gets it was the first time the and it was white nerds yeah you know but it was the first time those people us people <laughs> had representation sure. where it wasn't the big, strong, strapping, good-looking football playing all-American jock type. That guy was wow. a dick, and it's the and it's the, really the first time. If maybe it's not the first, but it's certainly it's one very, of the first. Very early, where that guy, all-American football playing quarterback who gets the cheerleader, is a. 
douchebag, yeah. and he's and, a douchebag to your hero. And it's and it's it's the first time you really see that. And 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 there were there were a whole group of people that had been seeing that right. for years in their real life, yep. but never in a book, in a movie, in a TV show. And that's why that character exploded and still resonates to this day. So when people will say things like, well, it should matter. It's like, but it does matter. It does matter. And it does. And you wouldn't you wouldn't love this character if it didn't matter. Right. It's just this version doesn't matter to you. And that's yeah. the thing that is insane to me is like these people who the comics gate people yeah. It's just like I'm sick of diversity and I'm, I don't want my heroes to be women and I don't like Thor it's needs crazy. to be Thor. So here's yeah. here's what I say about that. Those the characters that you love, right? Because it's it's mostly in the Marvel universe. DC tried to do it and they were doing a very good job of it, and then they re. It was just a DC kind of has their own mess. Where Marvel is pretty smart, where they give you um, Sam Wilson as Captain America or Jane spoilers Jane Foster as Thor or uh, Miles Morales as Spider-Man like they have they have these characters that the name means more than what the costume is right but if you want to read the Sam Wilson if you don't want to re- if you don't want to read Sam Wilson as Captain America that's fine yeah go get the Steve Rogers book yeah, nobody set those on fire well it's not even that <laughs> they're making them at the same time right. yeah yeah they know? didn't even go away no yeah. there was there was an unworthy Thor which was the the Thor that you recognize. And then there was the Mighty Thor, both written by the same guy, two different artists, two different books. Go read the Unworthy Thor. You know, like these characters aren't going they these characters are multi-billion dollar properties. They're not going to get rid of Steve Rogers. Right. They're not going to get rid of Tony Stark, Peter Parker, Bruce Banner. Those characters are never going anywhere. Right. They may change them. But that doesn't mean you can't but, go back and read the the stuff that still exists. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's that's true. the thing. Is like diversity is a good thing. But look at the world around us. We live in a diverse world. Absolutely, so I don't get why do. people are so against. But seeing... it's also just like, why wouldn't you want to see? A, you can only tell a Thor story so many times, and when you change Thor into a woman, you get a totally you different get a story. Totally yeah. different story. Right. Totally different problems. You have a whole new range yeah. of things you can do in a book so it doesn't make any sense to me that you just want to see you comic fans just bitch and moan about we want something new we want something different and marvel says okay yeah here's the black captain america well, i don't like it here's captain america in a weird you know dimension i don't well, like it, it it sucks and i think a lot of it comes from like what tom said where you've got this character that you know makes you feel accepted and you finally see yourself and then the people are just so rapidly uh protective of it and right. they just won't let go and it's like they don't realize that it's time for someone else to have that too and that's what this movie does miles yeah, oh morales yeah. what a great role model for for people of color and you have the not only the black but hispanic that's smart to make it mixed mm-hmm. and so so both of those communities can see you know and to ben, have a hero and bendis loves that paycheck yeah and he's a dc now so he's not even at marvel anymore oh, that's like funny. he's that's right, right. He, i forgot he, that yeah, they, he, he yeah, jumps he to dc over. and he's writing superman yeah. but but i think i think this story is great i loved seeing a fresh take on the spider-man character and like we all said there's still plenty of peter parkers out there for yeah. you to enjoy we just named like seven movies with yeah. peter parker in it but yeah. even in this movie i mean you still have you, peter you have parkers two, to enjoy yeah, yeah you have two peter parkers so this one starts 
with Miles Morales, and he's so is this not the six one six? Miles no. Morales is in a different universe. Well, okay, is is Peter B. Parker six one six? There is no six one six Parker in this movie. That's the that's the hook. That's what I'm confused about because I'm like, so which one bites the dust? Spoilers. The so okay, Miles Morales is Peter Parker, right? Right. So in the Ultimate Universe, in the comic books, yeah, uh, Peter Parker dot the real Peter Parker dies, yeah. and Miles Morales picks up the ball mm-hmm. and runs with it. Um, what I what is smart about this movie is there's so many different versions of Peter Parker that they never talk about the 616 yeah. peter so the peter parker that dies in this movie spoilers we'll get there that dies in this movie was the was the spider-man from miles morales right. Earth, which is not 616 because he's the alternate universe from our normal so right right but so even the even the jack what's his name jack johnson Jake, Jake Jake Johnson Jake, is the, Jack yeah, Johnson. That's my that's Peter is, B Parker and so that Well that's P- Peter Benjamin Parker is the name of the 616. Like that's Peter Parker's well, so name. Well that's what I was wondering. So it's, is he our No. Oh, cuz the Mary Jane problems the Mary wouldn't Jane be happening problems never and happened. the okay. They get like there's no. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Um because there's another universe where they get married and they have a kid. Like there's Mayday Parker is Peter Parker mm-hmm. and Mary Jane's daughter. Okay. Um so yeah, so in this world, uh, Miles gets into this very elite school. Uh, it's the scene you get in the trailer that I think is absolutely hilarious, where Miles doesn't really want to go. Like he is more connected to the Brooklyn public yeah. school that he goes to rather than he's comfortable elite. with the streets. He's you know yeah. he knows people. He's you know he's walking to school and he sees him at the basketball court. And he's like he's very familiar with the streets, right. but he has he's really smart and has good test scores and got into private school where he doesn't this like, belong he doesn't yeah, feel like he belongs gifted there. private school yeah. um where his dad is you know I, and it looks like he stays there during the week and comes home on the weekends yeah his dad's a cop and yeah. his mom's a, is she a, is nurse? a nurse which is different from the comic books like his dad i don't think is a cop mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it's a private school it's a charter that's school. what i mean, like yeah for gifted kids yeah well and you have to like the test charter in. schools are public schools but you know oh. you don't i mean you don't test in minded you 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 lottery in no oh. Because they say he, well, okay, but I thought then, he won the lottery in a. I thought that he was. Well, like, they say a lottery, which I isn't say, a contest. The way of, the way my, the way my kid got into the gifted school is right. she had to test, and then she went into the lottery. So that's the way I interpreted this: is like he tested in, and then he won the lottery, and then he was in. That's kind of how I took it, but I don't know. Either way, he, yeah, he gets in. But but isn't everyone? I took it as like everyone there was rich and snobby that went there. Oh no, I took it as like they were. It was just. And a, not a. I took it a charter like a, school has a lean to it, like like it's about science and technology, or it's mm. about art, or it's about right. you know. So it's like so you'll you'll get kind of a personality, like you know, if you if you go to an artistic school, then everybody thinks they're a great artist. Okay, get a, <laughs> they get kind of crappy about that. Um, so I, I think that's what you were picking up okay. on. It wasn't necessarily money. I get it. Is it because I got this like snobbery? I, I, I yeah, it's like okay. they're all smart. Got it. And yeah. they all think so they're they the all, smartest okay. in the room. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, so he gets in there, and he actually, he we see... Bumps into Gwanda. Gwanda, which... <laughs> I, when she when she introduces when when we finally see her as Gwen as Spider Gwen, 
And I was like, oh, man, that was awesome. She like, is awesome. She is great. She's so cool. And there's a reason that Sony is spinning her off. Yeah. Like, she's getting her own movie. She I mean, they awesome could spin kid. off about eight movies from yeah. this. Well, they're going to do... The Spider-Gwen is so cool, and the way they handle her in this yeah, movie. I love the shaved head on the side. That's really yeah. cool from yeah. this bump in this incident. Right. So, well, he yeah. hasn't been bitten yet. Oh, like that's the first, true. Yeah. That's true. The second bump. The second, Sorry, the first yeah. one's in the classroom. You're right. right. Yeah, yeah. So he's just kind of going through the motions, and he doesn't feel comfortable, and he's you know trying to i like how he got a zero percent and the teacher is like <laughs> so that means and flips all the answers she's you like 100 percent. she's like statistically speaking you realize that even a blind person yeah. would guess and still get about half right the only way you can get a zero percent <laughs> is if you knew all the right answers right and, chose and he's just kind of like oh man i guess it means i can't be in the school <laughs> i'm not good enough and she was like no yeah so uh he goes back to his dorm and he's just trying to write you know great expectations is the this paper that he has to write um, but at the same time, he has this relationship with his uncle Aaron um, that is different. Like his uncle Aaron is definitely more accepting of his rebellious nature because um, he likes to he likes to paint and you know do like uh, almost like graffiti art. And he's slapping you know there's a gra- the, the scene that we're talking about is where he's like slapping his tags on things and his dad's like oh by the way uh, after school you're gonna get. Yeah, all of those off the thing, and it's a scene you see in the movies where he, the Miles, is going into school, and the dad gets on like the mic, the the PA system for the car, and he's like, "You got to say it," and he was like, "Come <laughs> on!" Like I loved that scene; it was very very funny because like it just felt really real, real, yeah, yeah. Um, it's totally the kind of thing I would do to my kids. I would do that in a heartbeat all the time. Uh, so yeah, so Miles is kind of hanging out with his uncle Aaron, his uncle Aaron shows him like this uh abandoned subway tunnel and he's like yeah dude go and it's just like a blank wall and he allows miles to just get all of that creativity yeah. out on he relates more to his uncle his dad's a cop his mom's always working you know but you know he, his dad's miles, very straight yeah and miles is dealing with with stuff you know and, and and his uncle understands that you obviously his uncle has gotten has made some questionable decisions Do you know who his uncle is in the mcu who it's donald glover the Donald, oh, right. The, the Donald right. Glover character that in the MCU is this is character. Close, is, yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I, mean, I Donald, got ice cream in the trunk. <laughs> Donald Glover even says he's like, my nephew lives like, yeah, right, right around the corner. Totally. That's Miles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but, you know, so the uncle, they he relates to his uncle, and so his uncle he takes him to the subway and lets him do his artwork on yeah. the wall. This yeah. Because he said he did some work there. He did some electrical work or something. Sure. He did some work there. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So as he's doing that, like he's, uh, you know, that we see the, the spider, in the, the background. almost the, I, there are so many Easter eggs in this movie. Oh my God. There are. It, like, How about his cell phone? Oh yeah. Tendis, yeah. Sarah Pacelli. Steve Ditko. Right. Yeah, they're like, all there. Like there. Yeah. Ev- there's, you see so many people in the context <laughs> right. of, of everyone's cell phone. Yeah. Exactly. It's great. And I think, and, this, and there's posters on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. They even, we, they, the spider is a reference to the genetically looking spider from Spider-Man one. Yeah. So can you, so real quick. So the spider that we see, this spider has a very, like he flashes like between universes or something. Like yeah. he has a very weird effect. And what is that? Is that in reference to a book or no, did they do this? So in a- they, in the mile in the, in the ultimate universe, Peter, the, the ultimate Peter Parker is bitten by a genetically engineered mm-hmm. spider in miles is bitten by um a spider from the same like alchemex or mm-hmm. osborne industries 
but it had different properties. Mm-hmm. So that's why Miles has a couple different powers right. than Peter Parker. But in this movie, he's getting the... They never explain where well, that... Well, he's getting the like collateral damage of what Fisk is trying to do. Though. I don't you, think so, because he, the collider so? hasn't gone off yet. But I, he's in the lab where they're doing these experiments, so they've been creating the collider. Yeah. Right? So I took it as... I mean, they didn't just fire it up like... They've been working on it, and so I figure the spider was in that lab, and it I could see that. it does okay. the jumping like. So I didn't know if there was a book that did I do the find same it thing. Funny that they call it glitching. Yeah, that was a nice little. Um, no, no, there's nothing in the books okay. that are, but it's in, in the in the comic books. It's just another spider that okay. uh, Osborne had. Um, we should also say that in the beginning of this movie, Chris Pine voices Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and he lays out all of the spider-man mythos that we know yeah you know he talks there's a scene of him stopping the train from spider-man 2 there's the upside down kiss but it's reversed i I love god i like i said i the way that they introduce each spider-man character they go with the comic issue and they like open up the comic book and i show you all these things but yeah in this universe the upside down kiss is Mary mary jane like it is so funny and i love how as they go they get quicker and quicker with the origins like all right here we go and and right. it's just funny this movie and this is produced by uh lord and miller it's a shame they shot themselves in the foot with solo i know there's your spider-man creative team yeah they should have they should have the this movie is the is a perfect spider-man movie yeah. Oh, I mean, so it's a shame that they will probably never work for Disney again. They never say never. Never say but, never, but But I mean, yeah, they, this is they the, capture this. Spider-Man. This is this is Lord and Miller production here. Right. And look how great it is with the humor and everything. Right. And then we have this version of Solo we'll never see and it's like I just really want to see I don't know. I don't like know. I feel like the version of Solo that we got was I, really good. No, I enjoy it. I just I'm so curious what it was like. I just feel like I I love Lord and Miller and their their sense of yeah. humor. I get that maybe it didn't work with Solo because it of that character. For Spider-Man. But geez, it, it really does here. Yeah. This movie's hilarious. I, I loved this movie. I do movie. love that they reference the ice cream pops that I have bought more yeah. than once. Oh yeah. I love it. They <laughs> yeah. show the melty droopy like, looking. Some of them not some of them yeah. not so good. This movie yeah. is so self referential yeah. and has like you said, so many Easter eggs. Um there's uh Ramita Ramen. Yep. He passes by Ramita Robin yeah. Ramen on us. You get I mean Stan Lee, which in my opinion, the best cameo he's ever had. Really? Like, oh well I mean it's it's very timely. Yeah. Like it's you know, it's it, it's Miles buying a Spider-Man costume, a dead Peter Parker talking to Stan Lee about, you know, was given where we are now with losing Stan a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It his speech at this point is very yeah, life imitating. It was hard. nice, yeah. yeah. I I still like the one that was it uh Spider-Man 3 where he or the one where he says, I guess one person can make a difference. That's one of my favorites uh, as far as the know. line read because it's just like after he died, you watch that and you're like, yeah, yeah. wow, what a difference, yeah. you know. What was that? It was either two or three. I want to say it was three, but I don't think it was three. No, I don't know. Okay, if it was in then it was maybe two. Then yeah. Um. So yeah. So Miles is bit, and I do love this scene where he just like smashes it. It's hilarious. Again, that's the off. humor part where it's like he's gets bitten and usually <laughs> and it, like, it has away. this big giant build of like what's yeah. this mean? What's this mean? Like <laughs> no music or anything. He's just like oh. flicks it off and it falls on the ground. Right. And, yeah. uh, and like, so it curls up like when you it do does, yeah. kill a spider. Right. Yeah. It's, 
So he goes back to his dorm and it's huge, by the way. If you saw a spider, well, I don't like to brag. But <laughs> well, how would I know if that's what? If that's that, weird. It's that big. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. But but that spider is like almost the size of his hand. Yeah, I mean, it was a big. Old if spider. you saw a spider like that, I don't know that you would be like, oh, like <laughs> squish. Whatever Earth this is, it has right. some big like this is Australia Earth. I yeah, guess. Yeah, right, I see right. a tiny spider. I'm, I'm like, like ew. Right, I know. So I mean, the, yeah. the proportion of the spider to his hand is ridiculous, but. Yeah, Just so he's very clear. I'm a giant pussy. Uh, yeah, just to just put it out there. Yeah, like yeah, it's, I don't want anybody to get any ideas. Or yeah. Anything. Um. So he goes home. He goes back to his dorm, and he's like he curl. I felt like he was sleeping for days, but I guess it was just that night. I took it as like a. I took it as like a full day. Yeah, I guess it could have been because his buddy, like you see his roommate coming in and out. Yeah, and working in his clothes. He was asleep for like a full change. day. Yeah, and he goes back to class. Uh, and he's so he's like, why am I? And this is where his like his spider sense kind of starts to kick in. Yeah. And we go full comic book where like you're getting uh, thought bubbles and you love getting, it. Uh, yeah. It's, the art direction in this movie. It's it's nothing I've ever seen is before. Incredible. Yeah. The way first of all, the way they made this movie look like a comic book. Yeah. The backgrounds all have little dots in them, you know, to make it. But look a lot like of times the, when they try to make a movie look like a comic book, it's painful ang lee's hulk is Correct. a prime right. example but this yeah. is incredible and uh, you know it is animated so it that's is. helpful it helps a lot the, the whole movie is so stylized it is. that it 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 really gets away with it in a way that movies typically no, don't yeah the, the stylized now uh i would say the uh, spectacular spider-man cartoon does a very good job of acting like a comic that's book that's 2d though right yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I mean, but they they do the the you know comic book type uh, tropes inside of the cartoon, and that's really cool and referential. But uh, no, the look of this movie is beautiful, and uh, one of the main designers is actually from St. Louis, and so oh, really? I think I'm going to be interviewing him, oh, uh, nice. and I'll get to ask him some questions. But I love the design of the world and the characters and everything, and then just like yeah, with the the uh, the editing of this movie mm-hmm. and the choices they made with thought bubbles and and everything, it just it's really cool how they brought a comic book to life, but so organically in this world like it never stood out as like oh that was a cheesy effect like yeah, it was right it was cool no it was very cool so when he's thinking it's thought bubbles and you hear him reading his thoughts but they pop they up. pop up yeah. yeah so he gets uh to school and he's just sweating profusely and he runs into uh it's gwen basically yeah. but like he can't figure like his hands like he he's starting to develop his powers and he can't like let go of things. Like, yeah, he's like sticky. Yeah, he's sticky. So he goes to like when his uncle Aaron is talking to him earlier in the movie, he's like, "You just put your hand on her on her shoulder and you just you're just like, hey." And he was I just also like, thought this was work? a really bad move for this day and age, though. This is one thing that made me feel a little uncomfortable. Well, he's just saying it's okay to just touch people, especially. Well, at, with I mean, it. it's her shoulder. I mean, do you, okay. So do you think that's a general rule that you could follow? Just say just. Well, I mean, touch well, jumping and, ahead, he's also a villain. That's fair. Well, that's true if that's his advice. But <laughs> I mean, but, but they're showing Miles yeah. Morales touching someone that he doesn't know very yeah. well. He's met yeah. her one time, and I thought this was out of place for 2018. I think... where It's a good movie, so maybe we're accepting it, but I thought that... And I love the movie, I but I'm I, like, ooh, I guess I, if don't just touch her, people. It's her shoulder, so I didn't... Can people just touch people like that if it's just their shoulder? I feel like her, sh- like the shoulder, isn't as offensive as like the small of her back, yeah, or like her face. It's not. It's all relative. But I'm just, I'm just I saying. Mean, I've it been in me crowds, the- like at a concert or something, where I like might put my hand on somebody's back just to be like, "Hey, I'm coming through." Right, like, or I'm I don't want to. 
you know. Well, sure, you got to tap people on the shoulder sometimes. Yeah. But when you're, this is to hit on a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I guess to I touch I, them I guess without I their consent. And this is probably not a conversation uh-huh. yeah, that three dudes should have. Yeah. But to me, I, I feel like a shoulder, no. I don't find it as I don't find it offensive. Okay, but I'm sure I will be told that it is. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I don't know where the line is. I don't know where because the line like is. I get what you're saying, Kevin. But I also like if something comes up, just especially like if it's a one and done. Right. Like if somebody's like, "Hey," and then you do it again, absolutely no. Sure. But like if in this context, like I, I'm not super upset about it no and i and maybe i'm wrong not to be i don't know i don't know and it leads to a thing you know like he goes and like touches her and as he's like pulling away his hands get his hand gets stuck in her hair because he can't control his powers and she has to have like this kick-ass hair maybe this is the lesson don't touch people when you don't know consent look what can happen a lot of teenagers can't control things and also true and then get sticky (laughs) yeah that's also a very good point uh so they have to like buzz cut the side of her head and she has like this very fierce kick-ass cool haircut it's awesome um where she's got like the side i love that hairdo anyway like uh what's the um in game of thrones marjorie but in real life like when she has uh in uh, hunger games with the shaved sides but the long hair yeah that is an awesome hairdo because she's also i know i i'm I'm, like talking to katie i'm like that's a really good hairdo you know (laughs) i'm sure katie's like yeah Yeah, she's like i'm not doing that but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we should say that it looks like your wife has probably grown her hair out for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. she's got she's a punk. She's a she's in a band and she's a you know, yeah. the drummer. So she is pretty cool. Yeah, that's how in her origin story yeah. they show real quick. Her Do you know what the name of her band is? Uh, I forget the Mary Janes. Yeah, it's awesome. Do you know who's in her band? <laughs> Who Felicia Hardy, uh, Betty Brandt, and Mary Jane. That's awesome. They're all part of like the. Is same Mary band. Jane the lead singer? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, so he he meets her. And then, like, he's he's freaking out, like, because nothing is, things are happening to him, and he doesn't know what's happening. Uh, does he go, does he go see his uncle, and he's not there? Does that sound right? <laughs> you guys saw it yesterday. I, I saw it over a week ago. Okay, so I think <laughs> you're really going to have either to. Either way, <laughs> he sees, like, Spider-Man gets involved in a fight, uh, and Miles kind of, oh, his spider sense goes off, and he starts to follow his spider sense. And it leads him to this world's Peter Parker, who is engaged in a fight with uh, th- uh, this version, this world's Harry Osborn, uh, Norman Osborn. Sorry, the Green Goblin. And he, the, this Green Goblin does this not. This Green look Goblin like, is crazy. He's this is a the, monster. This is the ultimate version of. Yeah, Green, it's like yeah. A, a goblin, but like a huge monster. Yeah. type thing. That, in like, in the ultimate comics, like yeah. Norman Osborn in, injects himself with so much goblin serum. That he becomes like okay. this massive thing. Yeah, it was crazy. They uh, they actually have a little Funko Pop, which they they make a small. Obviously, most Funko Pops are small. Then sometimes they do a large edition. I'm like, that would have been perfect for like the nine inch yeah, Funko Pop because cool. the Goblin's huge in this movie. Right. He looks like him, but he's just normal size in the. Which toy. again, like they're giving you these characters that you know. But they're different, not, but not versions you've seen. So I right. love it's, spins. I love alternate. You know, especially like I like the one-off books that are I'm really. A nerd, cool. I'm a nerd for multiverse I, and elsewhere. I love stories. that because it's like you, you could have that sentence with "I'm a nerd." Yeah. That's true. But That's you get the characters yeah. you know, but you get a new spin. That's so cool. And like you said, one-offs or these other books, like they don't touch unless they go to other universes. But still, they live on their own. So you get a new take, right? But it doesn't ruin the other one. It just when they introduced kingdom come the kingdom come version of superman i was like i want more of this character because i mean like he's not 
our Superman. Yeah. Like he's broken. Like more adventures. Right. How did he get that way? Yeah. Well, we yeah. know how he got yeah. that way, but well, yeah. Uh, yeah, like that character, Zack Snyder. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> if you read Kingdom Come, it's not not too far off. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Miles shows Lois up. Dies right. She gets killed by the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> There's an awful scene yeah. with the Joker standing over yeah. everybody in the Daily Planet with like laughing gas, and Jimmy's watch is going off. And Superman gets there too late, mm. and everybody's dead. Yeah. And then they, ah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go read Kingdom Come yeah. by Mark Wayne and Alex Ross. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so Miles shows up, and, and he's, DC puts that stuff on sale all, all the, the time, time on Kindle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> totally Alex, worth Alex it. Ross. Alex Ross is one of the next greatest. Level yeah, amazing. He, he doesn't yeah. draw; he paints. Paints yeah. them. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so Miles is there watching all of this happen. We see uh, Harry Os- Norman Osborn. We see the Prowler, which is a very cool design. Uh, we see Tombstone, which he looks is, a lot like Spawn. He does look like a lot. <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. <laughs> but he's purple instead of black and white and green. Uh, we see the Tombstone, which is one of my favorite Spider-Man characters that never gets used. So the fact that he was in this movie was fantastic. And the Kingpin, uh, a very exaggerated Kingpin, yes. like very comic booky looking Kingpin. Yeah. Um, so we find out that what the Kingpin is doing is he's trying to open this portal to other dimensions to bring another version of his wife and son back to life because they were killed in a car accident because of Fisk. And in typical villain fashion, Fisk was about to kill Spider-Man. His wife and son see him doing it. They run away. And so he blames Spider-Man for yeah. the, them being This dead. is very similar, having just watched Daredevil, not to spoil things, but like it gets into some very interesting territory. They kind of take on this subject of Vanessa and like what the Kingpin does and her seeing him. There's just a cool take. Isn't in Daredevil. she a villain in Daredevil though? Like, isn't she with, she, she is with him. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a different spin, but sure, sure, it, it sure. was interesting seeing that dynamic and then going to this one. I'm not saying what it I is. I think in but... the comics that she was also kind of a villain. Okay. I think. So this is a more, in this universe, she's just a, she's just a bystander. Yeah. yeah. I think she knows what his, what her husband yeah. is up to, but, Gotcha. Doesn't want to be involved. Mm. Uh, so during this fight, um, Peter and Miles run into each other and they have this moment. And apparently when these spider characters interact with each other, they recognize their spider sense their goes sp- off at each other. Basically in a good way. Like they're just like, oh, wait, we're yeah, on yeah. the same. Page but I just here. noticed that it's like it's a it's not a bad spider sense, but it's still what the, what you see is their spider sense goes off. Right. Right. They trigger each other. Yeah. So he's this version. This Peter Parker's like, you stay here. I'm going to go deal with this. So, and in the process he dies, like Peter Parker is killed. This version of Peter Parker is killed. And I do like that when they take his mask off, he's blonde. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh, it's Ben Riley. And in my head, I'm like, nobody knows who Ben Riley is. <laughs> he was the weird clone. It doesn't matter. Um, so it's revealed, you know, and, and the Kingpin kills him like on screen. Boom, Granted, lifts gr- his hands up and yeah. slams down on his chest and, and kills Peter Parker. Miles Morales, miles gets out of there and takes off. It's all over the news that Peter Parker has been killed. Do you say he gave him the jump drive? He gave him the, yeah, he gave him the jump drive. So there's to shut down this collider. He has a spider jump drive right. that will shut the whole thing down. And so uh, his now, goober, his goober, yeah. which I thought, oh man, explain yeah. so that funny. again. Why do they call it a goober? He's like, it's, it's what, basically it's, it's his word for MacGuffin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like, like, there's always a thing. There's always a one thing that's that, going to shut it down. Okay. So they just made it, it up. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. It's Cause I'm like, what I, I, when I saw it, I'm like, why did they call it a goober again? Okay. That's why they call it a funny word. Yeah. 
Uh, so it's all over the news that Peter Parker has been ki- that Peter Parker is revealed as Spider-Man. This is the only thing I didn't like because of like Mary Jane going out and talking about Peter Parker and stuff like their family would be a target for all these bad guys. Probably. I, I just I don't think that that was a very smart decision to but, but would would they I mean you can never really truly guess what a crazy villain's going to do. Well, but, that's why all but, superheroes don't. Have, well, okay, I mean, okay, but, but he's dead now. Oh, I know, but, but I still but, think. But if, the, you, if your goal is, you know, the goal to hurt the family is to get to whoever Spider Man is. But now that Spider Man isn't alive to to watch them, them suffer, What's the it? the appeal of hurting them. He's put a lot of people in jail and ruined. A, I I just. True, but I, we don't we don't see any of those people. We see Kingpin, Prowler, yeah. Tombstone. I, I'm just saying Doc that, like, I, and again, you can never guess what a crazy villain's right. going to do. But just from a logic standpoint if, Venom, if, if you, Venom's you only want to hurt mary jane to beca- get the spider because sure. it will hurt peter parker but once peter parker's dead the appeal of hurting mary jane has decreased right precipitously i i did have an issue in this movie when one character reveals themselves to another character and there's no reaction but we'll get to that Gotcha. But uh, yeah, I just I'm just like, oh, why put them that because because later on in the movie they all get found at Aunt May's house. It's like, well, yeah, everyone knows, but now they see that Spider Man's alive. Peter Parker's there. Right, Spider Man's there. Yeah, but why do they know that he's there? Because yeah. they all revealed that. I mean, I just I think it was a dumb move. No, because they, they say that Miles was followed. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, it's because Miles was followed. That's true. He was followed, but yeah. they but they know who Spider Man. Like if they didn't, if he wasn't followed, they would figure out pretty quickly that the Spider Man gang is hanging out. At, <laughs> they would check Aunt May's house. Like right, that's right. obvious. I just think that's a dumb move. But and it's just a little thing where I was like, oh, why are you yeah out in public it. like that? But. So Miles goes to like a costume shop, and people are just buying Spider Man costumes left and right. This is the Stan Lee cameo where he gives him a really good pep talk. Uh, and he's like, if this isn't fit, can I bring it back? He's like, it always fits. And then, of course, the camera pans to the side and it says no refunds, no returns. And I was like, oh, that's pretty yeah. good. That's good. That's and good it's like joke. it's like a kid's costume. It's coming. It's like high waters. They're coming up <laughs> yeah. on his like, you know. Yeah. He's like, I don't, you know, that's the size in the back. It's, yeah, very, it's very much funny. a kitty. Yeah. This is like the Target. Right. Not the like Party City expensive costume. <laughs> it's the Target rack <laughs> right. costume. It's just it's not an over the over the head mask. It's like just the, the front, front yeah. plastic mask. Uh, so he goes uh is, does he fight i think this one isn't over the top though but it's like very loose fitting like oh maybe you're right yeah you're right it is right. but it, 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 yeah. it target it would be a, just a front mask but yeah this is a very just oddly fitting costume so it's funny that he's yeah um I, he has a run-in with the prowler and in the process it's a this is a kick-ass scene where he's the prowler is chasing him his he started to like he doesn't glitch like he has the ability to turn invisible mm-hmm. uh so he uses it and he's just like he realizes that this is when peter parker dies right and then kingpin says go kill him and the no, this is after the, fact. The sewers. this is all at, yeah there's this whole scene but he I, he breaks the MacGuffin, mm-hmm. and he's just like well now what do i do i'm like why were you swinging around with that in your pocket like why <laughs> were you practicing your skills with, uh no 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 he breaks it before then he breaks it like when so when older peter parker shows up mm-hmm. in the graveyard that's when he breaks it oh he does in the graveyard yeah i yeah, thought yeah. it was later when okay yeah he breaks it then and then and peter's just like we'll just make a new one we'll just have to go steal a new one and we you know yeah this is where we get gwen and everybody gets kind of is that right up. do they break does he break the goober in the graveyard or break it when he's like practicing i feel like he breaks it Spider-Man when, uh, he breaks it when he and other version of peter are running away yeah i feel like it, like 
because it was like I felt like it broke like in a fight or it something. Did. Like it wasn't oh, okay. like he didn't do anything wrong. Right. It was just in his pocket and it broke. <laughs> okay. Right. So, I just remember being like, why was that in your pocket? I thought it was at a time where it was like that shouldn't have been in your pocket when <laughs> no. you were doing whatever. But I, I remember I remember it as it being like in a fight or something. Okay. And yeah. Like and it, he landed on it. Right. That Yeah, that's what it is. He does land on it. Yeah. So he's in the graveyard. He's talking to he's like, I, I messed. I don't know if I can do this. He's talking to Peter's tombstone. And then we see this shadowy figure coming up from behind him. And the other power that Miles has is it called a venom blast. And it, it knocks the person out, you know, for an in unspecified amount of time uh and in the process of shocking this person he gets hit with a web and now he's stuck to, and we find out that this is another version of peter parker who has showed up and now peter has to, peter and miles peter who is unconscious at this point uh miles has to save this version of peter and get out of there before the cops arrest him so this is a very funny scene yeah this w- is the one that was in the extended was trailer for behind venom, venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just like, why would you show which this I'm, after which Venom? After Venom, I'm like, oh my god, this is the best part of the movie. <laughs> it's hilarious with him trying to run away with with this Peter this Parker Peter attached Parker. to him. It's, right, it's great. So they they Peter gives Peter comes to. They're sitting at this burger joint, and uh, Peter this, this version, is overweight, depressed Peter. Right. So what happens? He gives the same spiel. Like yep. everything was great. I'm I Peter was Mar- B. Parker. Right. Uh, everything was great. I, you know, and then. Uh, Mary Jane and I fell apart. Uh, we got divorced. Like, oh God! Um, she wanted kids. I didn't want kids. And you know, this is where he's like eating a piece of pizza, and he's put on a little weight. His st- I, I love that his stomach love, sticks out, or like at the bottom of the. Yeah, suit. I love that the people keep referencing that he's a little bit sure, thicker, yeah. Yeah. than normal. <laughs> Absolutely, it's great. Um, he's eating his feelings, and I do actually. I appreciate that the scene that we got in the trailer where he's just like this scrumptious French fry is my universe this weird little dumpy one is yours is that that i don't remember that in the movie they take it out which i was like okay cool yeah like there's so much of this movie that they you think they spoil in the trailer that they don't which i again appreciate hmm. uh so they realize they have to go to alchemex i will say it was a little jarring when watching the trailer like with this jerk peter parker but when you see the movie you He's understand yeah. why he right. is the way he is which makes it a thousand percent better because yeah. i'm like why is there this jerk like why you know i just didn't like him but i'm like oh he's been through some stuff he's, okay. yeah he's got some stuff going but on that's cool in, they in his, yeah. in his universe so they don't spoil that they don't tell you in the trailer why he is the way he is right and so i do really like that a lot more now yeah so they have to go to alchem x by is, any means necessary by any means necessary no, that's malcolm x correct sorry not alchem right <laughs> uh which is just like it's just another version of weird biochemical company yeah. so it's oscorp basically in <laughs> basically this universe the, you know what and it's interesting they don't call it oscorp i wonder if that's a marvel thing where they're like you can't use oscorp like we've got plans for oscorp just call it something else they're like but i don't Al- know because it's in a totally different so alchemex is a thing in 2099 yeah so i was wondering when that character shows up i was yeah. like okay like this is the I, I wouldn't think it'd be off because it's like if you got Spider-Man, there's I wouldn't a, think there's no venom. I wouldn't think Osborne would be a stumbling block. I guess that's true. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Especially because it's a cartoon. Right. So no, and Sony's used Osborne in all their movies. So some of them really well. Some of them. Awfully. But I mean, it's been in all of them. So they have the yeah. rights to it. OK. They didn't lose the rights to Osborne and keep yeah. everything else. So yeah, that's true. It's just a different. <laughs> that's not the thing that Marvel would double down. Oh, on. Right. That's <laughs> what I was saying. Like, I'm like, of all the things that they would take back. Yeah. I just I, I I like it, though, because how many times have we seen Osborne in a Spider-Man movie? Yeah, yeah. every time. 
Yeah. Every so time. So it's like, this is great. I This movie is a different universe, different Spider-Man, you know, your Miles Morales. I love that we're getting a different take. You're still getting a Spider-Man. Right. And you're getting a lot of them, but the main character is still a Spider-Man, but we get all these different things, and it's very refreshing. What's well, the, especially because a lot of times they that's almost, they try to treat it like a reveal. Right. Like, oh, it's Osborne. And you'd be like, well, of course. Of course right. it's Osborne. Of course, of course it's, it's Otto Octavius. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Although the, I like the reveal. Uh, it was great. When, it was when, fantastic. When you the, find out the she's the revi- not God. The reveal. Yeah for her was great and i like i like that they use kingpin as the villain yeah. and especially because the popularity of daredevil they were smart because kingpin's a great spider-man villain he is a great but we've Spider-Man never villain. seen him in the movies as a spider-man right. villain but he's spider-man and daredevil's villain yeah, so right. like it was great to see kingpin yeah in he's a movie equally he's a, in both worlds yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a street level like the thing that people forget is that there are so many heroes based in new york like you've got the Fantastic Four in Manhattan, you've got Spider Man in Queens, you've got Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen, you've got Captain America kind of in Brooklyn. So like the fact that like all of these heroes are working out of the same out of the five yeah. boroughs, you can share a lot yeah. of the characters. Where it's when you're in Gotham, you're far away from Metropolis. You know they they're no they're right across the bay, Kevin. Yeah, but you know it's like you know they they put these lines in the sand where it's like yeah. oh this is happening in this city and this is in Bloodhaven and this is here. But it's like you're in New York with well, these. Now, wait a minute, Bloodhaven is literally right across the bay. Well, from okay, <laughs> my, you get my point. But they're like this is happening over in Bloodhaven, but this is New York. So right, yeah, it's it's, it's across the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Miles F Batman. Oh man, I I was watching that show with Ryan, you know, because again, because I'm like, I don't really know. You've heard the words, it's and terrible it's a TV show or whatever. And maybe I told this story, but he says he says that F Batman, and Ryan goes, "Why do you say F Batman?" And I'm like, "Oh, he just means like I don't need him, screw him, or whatever." But Ryan was like, "Why would you say that?" They did introduce Donna <laughs> Troy, and that is more intriguing. Because like I, that's my favorite version. That's my favorite team. Like yeah. in comics is that version of the Titans. Oh, um, I don't know. Um, I fe- I tried to watch Titans twice and I fell asleep <laughs> both times. It was just not interesting. It's, but. It's, so Kevin and I both share like the, the with our friend Brian share the DC Universe <laughs> app, like their their streaming service. And I don't think I've watched any. Of, like I'm just like oh the animated Superman show. I'm just gonna watch that. I'll just watch that. Again. I watched the Batman <laughs> animated series on there before it came out. I'm like. Oh. Yeah, I was watching that. I'm good. That's all right. <laughs> oh, they have the the Swamp Thing movie on here? Yeah, I'm going to watch that yeah. instead. <laughs> um Yeah, so he teams up with Peter. They go to Alchemex, and I thought this scene is like Lord and Miller have a brilliant take on like Spider-Man. Yeah. Like it's 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 really hard to capture his sense of humor correctly, and I think that uh the MCU version did a really good job of it. But this is like it's the Spider-Man that I've read since I was a kid. Yeah. Like there's they don't miss a beat with his interactions with Miles, all of that stuff. That's why I love spectacular Spider-Man, because they take a lot of stuff from the ultimate, which is Bendis. Yeah, it's Bendis. And the humor is exactly what you're loving about this one. And that spectacular Spider-Man was an awesome series. It is my favorite. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Blu-ray and it's it's a really good HD looking show. So I'll just give it a look. So they they break in and they're they're they can't. This is a great scene where um, Peter is hacking into the computer, but now this woman you know comes back in and he he says Miles turns invisible and he has to remember like the password and Miles can't remember it all. So finally they're just like you know what just take it. So they take the monitor and the, the hard drive. And out. I love that they explain this because me, you know, as a computer guy, I'm like, you don't need the monitor. Yeah. And, and I love that he goes, you don't need this. <laughs> yeah, like, we just need this. And That's this is, so smart. That's like, wow, someone actually is paying attention. This is where we get the reveal of the female 
Doctor Octopus, which I thought was great. Yes. Is this woman in any other Spider-Man? I thought there was um, another Spider-Man where there's a, a hippie-looking... There is a female Doc Ock, but she's a good guy. Yeah, but wasn't there a movie where there was... Am I like in Homecoming? or there's? I thought there was a teacher that was kind of like hippie-looking and far out. Like I mean, the, the teacher in Homecoming is... Um, Oh, the guy from freaking Silicon Valley. Yeah, well, obviously not him, but yeah, I, I'm. I anyway, I thought Martin, th- Martin Stark. This character looked familiar to me, but I guess maybe we haven't seen know. her before. But yeah, but it's really, in the comics. Not that I'm aware of. Huh, okay, I'll figure it out. I just... um, but yeah, so like you're starting to develop a rogues gallery. Uh, in the, it, the best part about this movie is it starts off as a Miles Morales movie. In the middle part, you get the team. But at the end, it comes back to a Miles Morales movie. Yeah. Like, they don't focus on Peter Parker. No, I, I mean, the whole thing it really is a Miles Morales yeah. movie. They and, don't steal the way. And his... they kind of give you the great power and great responsibility mm-hmm. be when the the blonde Spider-Man dies and Miles doesn't step in. Mm-hmm. Right. So he gets his Uncle Ben story yep. without being like, it's Uncle, like, hello, yeah. Uncle Ben. Right. So is, is Uncle Ben and... Oh, never mind. I, they don't really bring him up with Mary Jane or with Peter Parker in this universe. We at know all. that just... Peter, the the Jake Johnson, Peter Parker, Uncle Ben is dead. Yeah, and Mar- and Aunt May is dead. Yeah, but in this universe, though, they they don't ever reference him. I don't know. I have a feeling he's not there. <laughs> yeah, like that's to me well, definitely. Yeah, we talk about that on that seventy seven show, but like you gotta have Uncle Ben has to die. Yeah, like it's yeah. just one of those things. Krypton has to explode. Bruce right. Wayne's parents have to die. Uncle Ben has to die. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get Spider-Man. Um, so, so yeah. So they go and they steal the. He's learning. He's teaching him how to swing, and they're doing everything. They get away. It's a great scene. They get jumped. They're gonna lose, and then here comes Gwen Stacy uh, as Spider Gwen, and it's one of the coolest costumes. Like I love that costume. Yeah, it's like, great. It's, it's great. So when she re- this is the problem that I had when she reveals herself to the new Peter Parker as Gwen Stacy. And he has no reaction to her whatsoever. But do we know that that happened to him? I guess that's a that's a good point because I, I, I did Gwen wonder Stacey that too. I'm like, in his world. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about Peter B. Parker. Yeah, we don't know. Him. That's true. Yeah, to me, like that. Because you think he should have been like Gwen, like of course yeah, I know. killed yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember, this is not six. It's not six one six. You've already so said that. Very so true. This that is, is very whatever true. universe he comes from. He's not going to have the same. So we get the Gwen Stacy origin. Where she's uh, and his flashback, he doesn't go. And then I killed a girl, and then I yeah, <laughs> his yeah. backstory. Uh, so she, you know, from this earth, she's bitten by a radioactive spider. Her best friend is Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and what happens in the comics, at least, is that he is very jealous of the fact that Gwen got these powers and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he injects himself with what he thinks is another version of it, and he becomes a lizard. And, wow. and dies. In the, go read those books. That like, sounds awesome. I've never read the. If you, is honestly, it Spider Woman? Spider Girl. Spider Gwen. It's just Spider. Because yeah. in this, she refers to herself as Spider Woman. She does. So that guy, I mean, but, confused. I'm like, why isn't she calling herself Spider Gwen? Why is because she Spider that's, Because Gwen's her name. Oh, I know. I just. But but she. Well. <laughs> the comic book oh, itself is called I see Spider what you're Gwen. Saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's she's great. Spider Woman in this movie. Right. Just to. Yeah. Which I think they're going to change. Because there is a Spider Woman, her name is Jessica. Well, Drew. right, that's what I'm saying. There is a Spider Woman, so I was confused when she said, "I'm." I mean, again, different universe. If you like the way this movie looks, this movie looks very, very, very similar. It looks like to Spider- the art in Spider Gwen. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, but so in the movie though, Peter Parker dies. 
her version he's, of he's the reason he's she uncle be, ben he's uncle ben yeah yeah which i like that's another cool twist where it's like they all have their uncle ben moment right yeah. so they go there's like there's one place we can go where i think we can be okay and they go to queens and i do love that this version of peter parker's like i'm not ready for this right. like, i can't do this yeah. and she's just like what are we, we're already here we're we gonna do? stand up front so they ring the doorbell, and here comes Aunt May, played by Lily Tomlin, yeah. which we didn't realize until the. I was yeah. like, who was Lily Tomlin yeah. in this movie? Um, I love how uh, Peter Parker rings doorbells. Like, hits it with the web? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did like that as well. This is great. They see each other, and then, but Aunt May realizes that it's, it's not her, Peter. Yeah. She's like, you, you're a little bit thicker around yeah. the midsection. He's like, yeah, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this is, she goes, she's like, what do you think? You're the only ones that came here? Yeah, it's great. When you see, then, I love the introduction yeah. to all these we different... We get Spider-Man Noir, voiced by Nick Cage. Oh, man, who's like, you know, an old-timey detective. It's 1932, yeah. he's a I private The eye. way he talks and his <laughs> his little quips and everything are hilarious. Yes, they're very 1930-ish. <laughs> I read a, a book recently that deals with uh, multiple universes. Yeah. And it was it's a really good book. But, um, you can plug it. Well, I don't know if I want to say the name of it because I'm kind of spoiling a plot point of oh, it. Oh, okay. But they use a similar thing where th- this guy is trying to to figure something out and then like and trying to get back to the actual his oh. act, and like and then like all these different people descend on this exact same point, ah. which you had never really thought, thought about would happen. And it was and it was like a real because it was like, where are they going with this? Like, how is this going to? And then and then it was just like wh- it was it was really cool. <laughs> but it reminded me of, of that. And that is like, well, of course, this is going to be Aunt May's going to be kind yeah, of everybody's. Yeah, I am. So I just I'm catching up on the, the CW shows and I just got to. The, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not. They're good. The, the Supergirl and Flash and all that stuff. That's good stuff. Flash. Yeah. Supergirl's great. All right, go and ahead. Then, so anyway, they, I just got to the the invasion crossover where they're all of the. I know, do want to watch just the crossovers. Oh, are, my, are my invasion comic books going up in value? No. Damn no! It. But, but every a, year they do a crossover. There's a this year's looks ridiculous. I want to see that. Uh, Arrow is going to become Flash. They're yeah. going to switch. John Wesley Ship is going to be the original is gonna, Flash. Is going to wear his old Flash costume <laughs> from the show. Yeah. Um, but in this one, you know, Ray Palmer is played by Brandon Routh. So there's a scene where Brandon Routh and Is he gonna be Superman? Well, wait a minute. So there's this in this invasion crossover, yeah. he and Kara, Supergirl, cross paths. Kara. Okay. <laughs> uh where he like she kinda walks away and he was like, Oh man, that's so funny. She looks just like my cousin. And I'm just like and then they both like he's talking to Felicity and they both stop and like look at each other and he was like, Wait, am I and <laughs> And then it cuts. That's great. Yeah, and I was like, well done. That's really great. They're going to Smallville, I'll tell you that, mm-hmm. in that Elseworld story. Um, so, yeah. So, in this one, we meet uh, Spider-Man Noir, by, voiced by Nick Cage, uh, an anime Penny Parker. Penny Parker. Yeah. Uh, an anime version. With her robot, who is the soul of her dad, who dies. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Is that a comic? Or is it uh, there is a mech version of that but it's i don't remember seeing this okay and then spider which i thought was really funny with the facial emotions of the robot and i i it's I, very it's i very, like it uh, it's, big hero six yeah it's cool yeah and then spider ham yeah which is john voiced Mulaney. by john Mulaney, oh my <laughs> god who steals he's like, got the as, best voice as I, much as gwen stacy steals this movie yeah. uh she he is just as good oh yeah i mean because he's not in as much of it but when he's there it's it, it, it his voice lends so well to yeah. animated because he's just got a great unique voice right so they realize that one of them they've they've got the 
the new jump drive, but one of them has to stay and deliver it. And the adult Peter Parker's like, yeah, I got it. But Miles is constantly saying, like, you can't, like, you will die if you do this. And he was yeah, like, they're okay. glitching the whole time from not being in their universe. Right. Like, it's rejecting them. So Miles is really the only one that could stay behind and, and deliver the, 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 the final blow, if you will. But is this where don't don't they get jumped because he he led the he, bad guys? No, he leaves, and they like they kind of stay behind. Uh, oh no, maybe you're right. But they all they all all the bad guys followed him to yeah here, right yeah <laughs> he's because they ask if he was followed and yeah. he said no. He's like oh maybe I was. Uh, so they have a big fight scene, big huge fight scene in the house, and Aunt May's like, "Can you please take this outside?" Yeah, they're breaking all her <laughs> stuff, yeah. and and so it's it, it, they keep there's these great zoom ins. This is the I think the Lord and Miller humor where they're all fighting, doing this stuff, and they're zooming in on their faces and the fights. But Aunt May's perspective is all her stuff being broken. <laughs> yeah. It's great. yeah, it was very funny. Uh, and this is where they kind of realize that he can't. Miles isn't ready for this. No. Like the all of these characters have been Spider Man, you know, like our version of this Peter Parker is like, you know, 15 years and Gwen Stacy's like three or four years and spider. They yeah. all have time as Spider-Man where miles has had like a day. Right. Is this where they're talking in the spider cave and he turns invisible and leaves because they're talking about him. He's not ready. And then he, yes. And then he leaves and walks. Yeah. He walks away. Sad. And yeah. he tries to go talk to his uncle Aaron. And this is where this is, uh, this the problem. The no, the big reveal is, Oh no, it's here. Yeah. It's at the house. That's right. right. Yeah. He's, trying to get away from his uncle from the prowler uh and then miles just kind of he's invisible his, at this point right he, i mean whenever he's in danger he turns he doesn't have control yet but like his body is right. turning on invisibility right and he hides and you see the prowler take a mask off and well no he takes his mask off like he picks it up immediately because he knows that his uncle is he he saw his uncle in the apartment remember like he goes to leave him that note yeah and i thought that's it, what it, we're talking about no because the fight happens at aunt may's house yeah but there's another scene where Miles wearing the the Spider Man oh that costume. happens before the fight yes oh gotcha where he gotcha. goes to, he goes to his uncle's apartment yeah, yeah. sorry that's what I was talking about that okay scene. yeah he goes to his uncle's apartment he's gonna leave him this note he's like I got all this stuff going mm-hmm. on the Prowler comes into the apartment yeah. and takes the mask off and this is the reveal that Aaron his uncle is the Prowler yeah who was standing by when Kingpin killed Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get that great fight. You know, and so the, I love this conflict now that the Prowler has. Right. It's it's his nephew that they're both really close. And now it's like, what do you yeah. do? I, it's a really cool. So in this fight at Aunt May's house, Miles knows who the Prowler is. And just as the Prowler That's is about right. to kill him, he takes his mask off and the Prowler is faced with a decision. Right. Miles takes his mask off to yes, show him. And now the Prowler's like, Miles? And he takes he's his mask. Right. Right. And he takes his mask off and the Kingpin. Uh, and he lets shoots. He lets Miles. He go. lets Miles go, and then Kingpin shoots Aaron, yeah. uh, the Prowler. So Miles grabs his uncle, and the, he bolts, and he takes off. Oh, and this is so uncomfortable because then he <laughs> takes him to safety, and who shows up in his this dad. alley? The dad. Yeah, the and dad. now you've got Spider-Man standing over dead his dead uncle, yeah. or his dead the, the, the police the, the dead brother, dead brother. Yeah. So now there's an APB out for Spider-Man, and 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 the dad to be clear already does not like Spider-Man. No, because he's I like, do he's love a vigilante. I, he's, he does kind of yeah. He's doing the J. Jonah Jameson yeah. thing. Where he's just like he's a menace, and he thinks the rules don't apply to him. Mm-hmm. So he already doesn't like him. Now he thinks he killed his brother. Right. So it's game on. Game on. Uh, so and Miles again is is faced with a decision. Like I can, he's ready to go. He's back in his apartment, and then this is where all of this 
this is that scene that we get in the trailer of them all of them on like the the roof of his the ceiling of P- of Miles' dorm room. Oh, like yeah, <laughs> where the John where John Mulaney's like, do animals talk in this world? Because I don't want to freak him out. Um, and this is what they were doing is they're all coming to say goodbye because they know that Miles can't handle this. It's not going to work. Mm. Um, and Peter is going to have to do this, and and he's willing. And that's the thing about Spider Man is as as much as he's the hero, he has no problem sacrificing himself. And also with all the stuff he's dealing with, he's kind of like, what do I have to live for anyway? Right. He's like, I'll just sacrifice myself. I, nothing's going to get better for me. Right. It's a very sad moment. It is a very sad moment. To think moment. about all the things he's going through, and he's like, I'll stay behind. Right. So, And Miles is is forced with a conscious, a crisis of faith where he's like, I I can't do this. Like, I'm not. Because like, there's the whole scene where Peter's like, cool, if you want to come with like, come with us, hit me with your venom blast right now. Yeah. And we'll go. Yeah. And he's like, do it right now. He can't do it. He's like, turn invisible then. You can just walk around me. And he can't do it. Like, he can't do any of those things on command. Um, so Peter... He's, he's like, that's... He's like, you're going to do fine, but you're just not ready yet. And he ties him to the chair with his webs. Yeah. Which he I thought was really mouth. good. Yeah, I like that too. Um, what if he, like, asphyxiated and now Peter's like, killed by like, I'm just saying, like, wouldn't that be terrible, though? That, I feel like, like I feel like this Spider-Man's aim is good enough that he wouldn't, like, clog yeah. up his nose as well. I'm just like... <laughs> or if he's got a cold. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. Like, wouldn't point. that be terrible? He's like, yeah, don't talk, and webs him up, and then they walk away, and he's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well, um, if that ever happens, the what you do is... Um, you pull his pants down. You put his browser on red tube. <laughs> it's like, it's, this is what happened. I'll just think it's a weird it a sex weird, thing. It was a weird sex thing. <laughs> yeah. Poor Miles. <laughs> Never had a chance. Yeah. Uh, Who knew he was yeah. into the weird stuff? You yeah, know? I don't know. Kids today. Strange kids. Yeah. So you got to have parental <laughs> controls on things. You, you know? do. That's true. Funny interaction back in the dorm room earlier with the, the roommate, too. Oh, yeah. Where he passes out yeah. from seeing them all he, on the he's, wall. Isn't he like up? Yeah, he's up on the ceiling. All of them are. They're yeah, all yeah. like in that big group, like crawling yeah. from side to side. That's great. And so they end up, he like passes out and they put him in bed. <laughs> yeah. And then when he wakes up later, there's the webs all well, over. That's, the room. So that's, this, it's all the same scene. Yeah. So Miles' dad comes to the door and he gives this impassioned speech where he's just like, I know you're avoiding me and you're not really, we're not talking right now, but you know, I, I believe in you and I have faith in you. And he gives this wonderful, very well-written speech. Well, Miles is just like, you know, tied to a chair. <laughs> That's why his mouth swept up. Yeah. They had to do that so he couldn't respond. Yeah. Right. So the dad leaves and Miles sits there and he he's contemplating and he figures it out. Like he figures out how to use the Venom Blast and he figures out how to turn invisible. Uh, and he goes back to Aunt May's house in Queens. And I do like the line where she's just like, took you long enough. Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Um, I thought it was interesting how they made the suit too. He makes his own suit well, by so spray he, painting he took, a Spider-Man. Yeah, he suit. took a Spider-Man suit and spray painted yeah. it to how he wanted it. Because I was wondering, I'm like, so maybe there was just a black version of the suit there. Yeah, in- I mean, the space-time continuum is about to be torn apart. <laughs> right, but let's, spray- let's go ahead and make this make suit this look suit. cool. Yeah. Right? Did you see? Did you get all the suits? Uh, I mean, I saw a lot. I don't. So did, there was the new the PS4 game suit. Mm-hmm. There was like the stealth. There's a stealth suit. There is the Secret Wars suit. Yeah. No black costume, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Yeah, uh, but every like all of the suits that he has. How worn. about the one with the cape? Because Peter Parker, oh, Peter so B. Parker says no capes. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, look at this!" And yeah. they go, and he goes, "I think I found one with a cape." And That's, like even older Spider-Man's like, "Well played." That's it hilarious. Uh, so the the plot, is, the the plan is, is they're going to go into this gala ball dressed as Spider-Man because everybody's all the waiters, all are, the dressed waiters are dressed as Spider-Man. 
Um, that scene with Mary, Mary Jane and the it bread. It was great. It was the great. bread was a great yeah. scene where Gwen's like, we got to go. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. I just got to, I got to do this thing. And he talks to, so he Peter, thinks like, like, of course it's obvious that he's Peter under this mask and she thinks he's another waiter. She's right. Like, and more bread. Get more bread? And I'm he was sorry. Just, I wasn't there to give <laughs> yeah. you the bread that you need. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. And, and Gwen's just like, we'll get the bread. Yeah. And then as they're walking away, she's like, are you kidding me right now? Uh, so yeah. So they, they get down, uh, to where this collider is and it's a massive brawl uh where they're fighting um prowler's dead but kingpin kingpin and doc ock and tombstone so you've got all these villains they're fighting they're gonna lose they're they're losing and then here comes miles which wearing like i i gotta tell you this soundtrack kicked ass too it's a very cool like, soundtrack. i like the soundtrack a lot um very rap heavy soundtrack i I mean, most of all the songs, if you listen to the soundtrack, are rap. But it's cool. What? It's a okay. I mean, it, it, I listen to I, it after I, the movie. I'm hard... like, oh, it's all rap. Okay. But it's cool. Yeah, and it's I, I it love fit that with the tone of this it movie. Did. It's a very. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is this movie. It, it it's it's different than all the other Spider Man movies. You know, it's very and, different. And and so you're going to reach a different demographic. You're going to give these kids a hero to look up to, like we talked about. Yeah. But it's like cool for everybody. I mean, I mean, Venom was the same way. Yeah. yeah. Eminem. Yeah, yeah, that song sucked though. I mean, you, <laughs> have, you have to realize that popular music nowadays that's, that's is rap. What, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. So soundtracks used to have rock acts, Creed, and yeah. you know whatever yeah. on them, but now it's like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, popular music is rap. Chad Kroger yeah. and Josie Josie Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man Two. That's yeah. what I was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Miles Morales turns the tide of the fight. Uh, they implant the spider drive. And but they have to hit a certain button, and of course, this whole are, scene takes place in like a screensaver. It's crazy, yeah, and it looked awesome. Crazy. The universe is merging. There's stuff flying around everywhere. Yeah. It's bananas. It is. It is scene. bananas. Uh, so they they start kicking back. They think they've won. Uh, they start kicking back the the heroes to their. Well, so Kingpin is trying to get Vanessa and his son, right. who they've who he's lost in this universe. Right. He's trying to pull them in from a different one, and they're like phasing in and out to this universe. Like, where are we? What's happening here? And then Kingpin's fighting with Miles, and then Kingpin's about to kill Miles, well, right? Should... Just like in their universe. But, they... but before we get there, like he has already sent back all of the Spider People. So like they all oh, right one by one he's letting them right get, yeah you get a good interaction like Gwen kind of says I don't have like early in the movie she's like I don't have friends anymore because I don't trust you know the friendship and in the comic books Gwen and Miles are a thing yeah like they're a couple while they're on the same earth uh, so they kind of hint at that mm-hmm. like it's definitely there and then finally you get the. The, the interaction between Peter Spider Ham gives him his mallet. I his love cartoon. Ma- yeah, mallet. he was like, like it'll <laughs> fit in your pocket. <laughs> like it was great. Such a great scene. Yeah, it's because real. Spider Ham is very Looney Tunes esque. Yeah. Totally. So I'm like, like when he gives him the mallet, he's like, you'll like it. It'll fit right in your. Pocket. I mean, in one Can scene, you float in the air. <laughs> you smell a delicious pie. Yeah. I mean, he even says that's all, folks. He does, which I thought that and, was great. And, and the can one guy goes, "Can you say that legally? Yeah. yeah. What does he say when he's like, "I'm standing right here." What was the line before? Oh, when she it? sees uh, Kingpin and she's like, "What a pig!" Oh yeah, he's that's like, right. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he, we get the the interaction between Peter and Miles, where Peter, like Miles, kind of tricks him and he beats him and he grabs very much it's the a same really good way. scene. The way that he he, he drops him into the yeah, thing. and he they have a he's like, "What if I can't? Like, what if Peter saying, what if I go back and I mess it all up again?'" He's like, "You won't." Yeah, it was cool. And he it's drops a great him. moment. 
And I say he drops somebody, drops him into the, the sure. portal. So now we've got it's Miles by himself, and he's going to go hit the yeah, green. Penny, her dad robot has died. So but he's, he's got, but she's got the spider. Yeah, yeah. She t- there's there's a spider that powers it, so she has that now. But I mean, the robot died. It was another touching moment right. during the scenes, and then Noir goes back as well. So that was also great mm-hmm. to his nineteen. He's got a Rubik's cube that he can't look at the colors See, I'm taking this with me he doesn't know what the colors are so he's just like constantly trying to because he sees everything in black yeah. and white uh so now we've got this mat you know peter's about to hit the button and he is intercepted by uh the kingpin and who's the just kingpin, like picking up cars yeah and the kingpin is trouncing him like he is just beating the bejesus out, and miles never has a chance until he sees his dad like at this control panel and the, the cool part is is like this the inside this collider everything is wonky like it's mm-hmm. just crazy pants but things are where they're supposed to be so like when his dad is at the control panel like that's where he's like the control panel is stationary and he sees him and he gets up and he beats the kingpin and throws him into the the green switch and mm-hmm. it sets it all off and everything goes back to normal like everything fixes itself and i do and so like miles is beaten up pretty good and he comes out and his dad's kind of walking around uh outside what's left of alchemex the voice the voice oh my god it was so great like oh well you know yeah thank you very much and (laughs) love you dude yeah he was like oh my god (laughs) so good um and he kind of points up and there's kingpin who's webbed up yeah you know leaves uh, him a little present leaves him a little present and this is old school spider-man old school spider-man style friendly neighborhood spider-man written on his on a little note uh, and we get his he's like let me tell you about my origin and we get the comic book origin mm-hmm. again yeah I've uh, been Spider-Man for two days <laughs> two days yeah. uh, and th- he accepts the school and he's kicking ass in school and he meets not Ganke in this version uh, and it's and that's how it wraps up for the most part um, there is a secret ending uh, an end credit sequence where you've got a little bit of credits actually it's all the credits isn't it yeah There's a mid and an no. end was there a mid yeah. What was the mid? The Stanley and Steve Ditko tribute. Oh, That's sure, sure. Oh, okay. It wasn't yeah. really. A, That's, yeah. Okay. So anyway, the ending sequence is you hear a, a disembodied voice and you see it's a it's a black screen and every you know they're showing exactly what happened and there's this uh like hologram that says look I've d- I've developed this wrist thing for you where you can bounce from universe to universe and do what you have to do and you see a hand come in and immediately I'm just like oh yeah it's it's Miguel O'Hara. Like it's Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Like that costume is very, very identifiable. Right. Uh, and he was like, "Okay, great." So we get to see Spider Man twenty ninety nine, which is a great, great costume. And he jumps into the nineteen sixty six universe. Yes. <laughs> and so it's just like this is one of my favorite parts of the this entire is, movie. This is when Lord, he lands in that street. I'm like, they're going to do the pointing thing. This that's is a this huge, is Lord Miller. Yeah. All day. But that's like one of the most popular memes of the Spider-Man is yeah. the two Spider-Man pointing at each <laughs> other and they just point back and forth. <laughs> He's like, no, other. you're pointing. No, and I'm not pointing. You're put, pointing. They put uh, 2099 in the animation style yeah. of 66. Yeah. But it's the 99 suit. And right. It's so funny. And that's, you know, and He's like, I'm not pointing. You started pointing. I'm not, you know, it's a very funny ending sequence. Now, I thought this was very similar to Deadpool going back and trying to fix his universes. Yeah. Because, like, the first part that Spider-Man decides to go back, 2099 visits is 66, which is like a, it's made fun of all the time, whatever. Deadpool goes back and fixes origins. Like, I I don't know. I thought that was, they kind of, they kind of stole it from that, but it's hilarious. Yeah. No, and it's, and that's how it, you get that nice little ending. They want to do an all-female spider woman spider women movie 
So I'm assuming you will get Gwen Stacy, Jessica Drew, Mayday Parker, uh, you may, maybe Mary Jane. I think so. Uh, Penny Parker. Like you'll get the the female characters. Yeah. Black Cat, maybe. I don't know. I would watch a movie with every single one of these Spider Man yeah. in it. I want Spider Ham. You want a Spider Ham? I, I want them all. You know what they should do? Is they should do little fifteen minute shorts. Oh, that'd be that's great. great. Of Spider Ham. That would be in great. the beginning of these movies. I mean, it's yeah. probably the just right amount yeah. of Spider Ham. Yeah. too. I think it is. Yeah. So yeah, that would maybe get old after an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. but, but no, that's what I mean. Like I would take an individual of each one of these. Like they're so interesting, and the short time they have with that quick little backstory in yep. the comic book device for the origin and you know what you get they're so interesting how they develop each one is their own thing but it doesn't ever take away from miles being being his movie right it's like just the perfect balance and it's so intriguing it's this is this may be my favorite spider-man movie ever this is a perfect movie it was very well done yeah i mean it's pretty close to perfect it is I mean, like right now, it's sitting on ninety nine percent with one negative review. Is it that one guy? Armin it's not. White. Oh, nope. all right. <laughs> How nope. about it, that? It's someone that said that the action sequences were all choppy and stop animationy, which I completely disagree with because when I saw the trailer, I thought everything was choppy. But then I'm like, oh, the action scenes—they sped it up to normal. I feel- like the action was smoother in this movie. And then the like normal walking and talking was that stop motion style. But I'm like, oh, they speed it up during the action, so it's not annoying and choppy. Like, right. Very I, sm- I honestly, I feel like that those trailers weren't the finished product because I never felt like it was choppy. Like I remember watching those trailers. I mean, it's and being stylized. Like, I don't Yikes. mean in a bad way, but I mean I I got used to it very quickly. Yeah. It, you just get used to it once you see it because that was my biggest concern. Like, oh, it's this really great CG, but it's stop motion. Like you don't have to do that with CG. Right. But like when you're in it and it's so good, like it it's just disappears. The, yeah. The your brain gets used to it. Right. And I think it's great. And then again for the action sequences, it's smoother and, and you can follow it. But that's what the one negative review said it was like it's choppy animation. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like I didn't nope. feel that way at all. Yeah. Nope. This is probably. I mean, MCU Spider-Man is really good. Yeah. This is a lot of people that have seen it early, like on Twitter. A lot of people are saying this is the best Spider-Man movie. of all I, time. I have a hard time debating that point. Yeah. It's it very, was a lot of fun. Yeah, very good. So. And that's what you want out of a Spider-Man movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So we should probably go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe. And, uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers or on Patreon if you want to kick in a little money to at uh, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. No idea what we're doing next. Uh, we're off. Wow. So uh, but we'll <laughs> we'll figure it out. So until next time, the guru uses hypnotism to get people to commit suicide.